0: All right, so I am very, very pleased and uh, honored to talk to one of the uh, biggest names in comedy today and for maybe maybe the last quarter century, easily, you know, and also the self-proclaimed and the honestly the queen of comedy, the one and only Samore. Samor, welcome to the show. How are you feeling today?
1: What's going on, Rudy? I'm doing excellent. Excited about uh, hitting the road and starting our tour back up.
0: Absolutely, and, absolutely. And,
1: and and happily, Oakland is one of the one of the top of the list, meaning like we... One of the first cities out the gate.
0: Yes, right out the gate, October 27th at 8 o'clock, the Festival of Laughs at the Paramount Theater, the historic Paramount Theater in Oakland. Uh, and I'm glad to hear that you're actually excited about that because, you know, we get a chance to talk to a lot of comics. And one thing that always comes up is like the rich history of uh, Oakland comedy. So what what are what are your thoughts on, you know, just coming back and being a part of um, this, this Festival of Laughs in one of the best uh, venues in the town, as we like to call it out here?
1: right well we first of all Oakland has always been a great comedy town yes and what I love about Oakland is that you guys love a diverse type of comedy mm. so you know, all different styles and uh, and always have been supportive. So you always got to bring your A game to uh, Oakland.
0: Absolutely. Now, you got a, a killer lineup here. I mean, there's just so many big names on here. You got Bruce Bruce, Bill Bellamy, Donnell Rawlings, Tony Roberts, uh, Don D.C. Curry, and of course, some more the one and only. Um, what can people really expect from the show? Aside from, you know, hilarity, uh, what, what can people expect from seeing just such an all-star Amazing. lineup?
1: I mean, funny, and very rarely do you get shows where you have all headliners. Like, it is a show where everybody has over 25 years of stand-up comedy experience, all headliners. So it's like just banging all night long, all night long from beginning to end. I mean, it's just a night of laughter.
0: You no, know, I'm glad that you said that all headliners, for people that don't understand, I mean, all you got to do is look at the lineup and just see that it's basically an all-star team of comics here, right? So my question yeah. to you is, as as being one of those headliners, um, my question to you is, how do you guys deal with it when you guys are in the green room or, or on the tour bus or wh- however it is that you guys prepare? Are you guys like, is this like a competition amongst you guys, or are you just going out there, everybody just doing their thing and just see what happens?
1: Well, it's a silent competition. Mm. They'll never admit that it's a competition but it's a silent competition. You know what I'm saying? So I always win fashion show, I always win best hair. Nobody nobody even tries to come for me for that.
0: I think if there is yeah, if there's going to be a competition if there's going to be a competition for that. Good luck with uh for the rest of the guys to try to beat you out on that. So um I'm 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 also but I think,
1: but I think people more I think what we kind of work on is um everybody's creativity like how unique of a joke or your unique perspective that you could bring to different subjects. So yeah, I mean, it's, and, and then we all we just want to have a great show, you know. So that's that's always number one.
0: And I think with with this type of lineup, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to not have a great show. But I want to I want to just touch on your craft a little bit because you just kind of mentioned it right now. You know, you're talking about unique perspectives and whatnot. After doing comedy for for so long and just you know giving us so much so many moments of laughter and so many big jokes, uh, my question to you is: How do you keep as an artist? How do you keep it fresh. do you have like a routine or has it changed over the years in terms of the way that you write, the way that you break uh, topics down? What, what what is what is right. some method?
1: You just go with the un- unique perspective, meaning like it go all it could take you you could take it all the way left or all the way right. The beautiful thing about stand up is that it doesn't have to be true. Mm, You know, you you forget we're not politicians. We're not politicians. We're not preachers. We're not teachers. So it doesn't have to be true. Like I could start off a joke and say, you know, on my flight over here, I was sitting next to a kangaroo. (laughs)
0: Right. (laughs) 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 Right.
1: (laughs) This is not true. So you know, you, you know, you have to always remember that.
0: Yeah, unless unless it's one of those emotional support kangaroos that they allow on the planes, right. that, that that would be the only way. So <laughs> right. so you know, you know, it's it's funny because you you just said right now that you know a lot of stuff that comics are talking about. There's a lot of embellishing going on, which is totally understandable. You know, you want to make somebody laugh. Sometimes you gotta you gotta bend the truth a little bit. But be, because you're not a politician, because you're not a preacher, but yet as a comedian, people still turn to comics for almost like this sense of guidance you know what i mean like in in a in a, oh, in a yeah. in the crazy oh, yeah. world that we're living in today why do you think that people are still turning to comics for that guidance
1: listen funny is funny heals the soul mm. and you have to be able to laugh at things and i think comedians are some of the smartest people to be able to give their comedic perspective on things i think so i think that that's why they turn to comedians but i always encourage people to understand and still believe that they are still comedians and we all have to be funny
0: Absolutely. So, you
1: know, you could give your unique perspective. You could keep it real. You could tell the truth. But guess what? As long as it ends up funny, it makes you a comedian.
0: Absolutely and, and you know that's exactly why we need more shows not just with some more obviously some more the uh, the queen of comedy and the self-proclaimed queen of Netflix you know we were talking about that right before as we jumped well, on right? the self-proclaimed as queen as well. of Netflix as well now tell us you know we were just talking about competition amongst comics this has got to be like a nice feather in your hat when you're talking about having three Netflix specials how, how does that feel to be so seen on on such a big platform?
1: Listen, I have to be honest, it feels so good. And the, and the reason why it feels so good is because it's all preparation, it's all hard work, it's all negotiation, you know, and they're and they're self-produced. Meaning, like, I've worked on these from beginning to end, from the beginning project, all product, all the way to the end. So it feels really, really good. And I just love the way that people support it. If you haven't seen any of my specials on Netflix, I have three current specials on Netflix, All the Queen's Men, which I featured in my, uh, my opening acts. And then I have A Queen With No Spades, which is a stand-up comedy special with me by myself. And then I have Queen Chandelier, which is also another solo project. So um, I'm very proud of them, encourage people to look at them, watch at them. The numbers have been doing great. And uh, then come see me live.
0: Now, The the Queen With No Spades, that one is a self-produced comedy special. Could you just explain to everybody the amount of work it takes to not only come up with the material, but also produce the special yourself?
1: Yeah, so you have to get the you have to okay, you write the special, then you have to pick the venue, and then you have to get your uh production team together, people that get your vision, tell them how you want it to look, then you have to get your uh outfit together, then you get your your hair and your makeup together and then you shoot it and then you have to edit it. Now you have to go out And shop it And you sell it And you license it out To different platforms So it's a whole process But I love the whole thing I love it
0: I love And I love the fact That people are are Taking the time To do this on their own Because sometimes It's tough to get As an artist It's tough to get Your your work across Exactly the way That you want it And the fact that You took the time And and made this great effort To produce it yourself So that you could have it Exactly how you want it I mean I think that That is absolutely extraordinary I mean do you plan on Doing more of that type of work?
1: Oh, definitely. I realized early on that that's my niche and that's the way, you know, I want to be presented. You know, I realized early on that sometimes people are not going to see you the way that you see yourself. For people to see you the way you see yourself is you have to create it yourself. So that's just the – that's just the – um Avenue that I chose to take, and it's been working
0: absolutely. And you've been doing an incredible job creating yourself, creating Thank your own you. world. Um, we all know it. We've been laughing at at, at your work for years. Uh, I'm here joined by the one and only Sam Moore, who's going to be on the Festival of Laughs tour. It's going to be over at the uh, Paramount Theater in Oakland, October 27th at 8 p.m. Um, I'm curious, though, when you know we're talking about creating ourselves, I'm sure that there have been comics along the way that have like really inspired you. Um, at the top of the interview, we, we were talking about some of the uh, great the rich uh, comedy history that the city of Oakland has. But um, what are some of the comics that have inspired you along the way, along your comedy journey?
1: Well, here's the thing. I'm a fan of stand-up. I am a fan of stand-up comedy. So I just love the art itself. I love love how creative people are when they're doing stand-up. I'm a fan of some of the people that are on the show. Like I, I actually love to watch people do stand up. I love to hear their perspective. I love to see them perform. I love that. I love people that are physical, physical comedians. People that can fall down and be silly. Like that's just not my thing, but I love it and I appreciate it when I see people who are able to do it. I'm a fan of Tony Roberts. I love his style. So I'm, you know, he's quick witted. He doesn't tell like I'm a storyteller, but he's quick witted. He's like, dun 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 na Like I, I, I love that. So, you know, I'm a fan of just about everybody that's on the show. So this particular lineup right here that we're going out with 2023, when I tell you Oakland, you guys are in for a great show. We um, just finished the Atlantic City Comedy Festival where we did two days of stand-up comedy. Each and every person that's on the um, Festival of Laughs was on the special on the uh, Comedy Festival. And I'm telling you, well-oiled machine. It is funny, funny, funny from beginning to end. Bill Bellamy. Don D.C. Curry, Bruce Bruce, some more, uh, Darnell Rollins, oh my god, what can I say? I mean, the list goes on and on. Yeah, yeah, and everybody has very unique styles, so it is a night that you just won't forget of stand-up comedy.
0: Absolutely. Now, I, I do want to ask you just a couple more questions some more because it's not every day we get a chance to talk to a legend uh, in the comedy game and, you know, you've been doing this for so long and at such a high level, uh, performing at such a high level that, you know, I'm sure a lot of young comics, they aspire to get to and also being one of the premier if not the premier uh, female comic in the game you know, talk about the path that that you, you had to take as a female comic because we do hear a a lot about how there are some obstacles for uh, for the women that the guys don't have to face did you have to and did you have to deal with anything like that
1: well no doubt that it's a male-dominated business it is there's just some men who just don't think women are funny Mm. and and there's nothing that we can do about that right
0: yeah that's always been such a weird stereotype to me i I never understood that weird
1: thing and that's cool because, listen, comedy is subject subjective like everything else. You know, you have your favorites. You like what you like. You you don't like what you don't like. But it is my duty as a stand up comic, first of all, to keep my material fresh, to come and present and to deliver, to stand up and show that women can be funny, and this and we can do this. So I set out to do that each and every time. You know, I might not knock down any doors or I might not make a difference in the business, but I think my longevity speaks for itself.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And when people go to the Festival of Laughs October 27th at 8 o'clock at the Paramount Theater in Oakland, they are most certainly going to see your work and it definitely will speak for itself. So besides the tour, before I let you go some more, do you have any other upcoming projects that you may be working on or should we just all just kind of like sit on the edge of our seats and wait to see what some more gives us?
1: Well, listen, just continue to watch uh, Netflix. We have three special, I have three specials on Netflix right now. Excited about the Festival of Laughs and writing for another special that I'll be shooting uh, hopefully next year May. I'm, um, I continue to work. I continue to live. I continue to thrive, and I continue to uh, bring jokes.
0: Absolutely, and and please continue to do that because in these uh, in these days, and really any days that that you know we end up seeing uh, times get tough, and we just love to have somebody that we can turn to for the laughter. So on behalf of the public. I appreciate you some more. Thank you so much, not just for being on the podcast today, but also just for doing what you do and just being the incredible artist that you are, okay?
1: I appreciate it. Oakland, y'all go out and get y'all tickets. The Festival of Laughs 2023, you don't want to miss it. It's an awesome lineup hosted by some more. It's a night you don't want to miss.
0: Absolutely. Oakland and the entire Bay Area and anybody out there in the world that's listening, it's going to be October 27th, 8 p.m. at the Historic Paramount Theater in Oakland. You can get tickets on Ticketmaster.com right now. Make sure you go out there and just check out this incredible lineup. Some more, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you. I appreciate your work, and I wish you nothing but the best, all right? Thank you, love. I appreciate it. You too. All right, you guys have a good one. And Bay Area, thank you you so much for tapping in. Some more, thank you so much for your time. And make sure to check me out in the mornings. Fresca and Rudy right here on 102.9 KBLX, the best throwbacks in R&B.